begin. Welcome to another episode of Watching the Game. I'm your host, Aude Isa, joined today, as always, by Dries Mohamed Kadaimi. And today, no Adam, but we do have Yunus here in his absence. So, uh, no episode yesterday, but let's just get right into the finals, which concluded on Sunday. Sadly, today was supposed to be Game 7. I would have been very much looking forward to it, but... Instead, freaking the Lakers had to just freaking end it in six. Yeah, this, I mean, everybody this, wanted a game seven, but we kind of knew that because of Miami uh, injuries that were racking up, we kind of knew that Los Angeles was going to take it. Listen, let me tell you something. Not letting this go to game seven hurts LeBron's legacy, man. I'm just telling you. That's just how it is, right? Wait, this is how this works, right? Um... Not going to Game 7 hurts his legacy? Is that how it works? Yeah, winning it hurts his legacy, too. Oh, oh yeah, that's... that's the, the Mickey Mouse ring, it, it counts as negative five rings. Frick, uh, I forgot. The Skip Bayless, so now, so now he's an argument. He's at negative two rings now. Oh, negative two, I see. Yeah. I was uh, actually, like, on a... In terms of, like... The finals record, I actually saw something pretty good that was a good way to compare it instead. So this guy was saying, instead of thinking it as 4-6 and six versus 6-0, and oh, you should think of it as, like, we're not here to debate MJ versus LeBron. I'm not here to do that. I'm sick of that. But you should think of it as, okay, MJ, six finals MVPs, six rings, six conference championships. Compared to LeBron... Four finals MVPs, four rings, ten conference championships. So it's close, but it's also like, oh, you're not phrasing it as six and zero versus four and six all the time, where you're making, where you're clearly taking away LeBron from LeBron because of his finals losses. You know what I mean? All right, the finals appearance is no small, like, small accomplishment. Yeah, like you, I don't know. uh, I hate you guys know Nick Wright, right? Uh, dude from Fox Sports, yeah. not Skip Bayless. Yeah. So he's notorious lover, LeBron lover, notorious, very annoying. But like, he was actually, he was on the show yesterday with Chris Broussard, who's one of those stupid, uh, old LeBron lost guys in the finals. And he was saying, oh, Broussard still exists. So does this, he was saying, does this year hurt Jimmy Butler more than it hurts Giannis Antetokounmpo? Because, like, Giannis didn't make the final. What does that even mean? No, no, yeah, that, that's easy. That he's saying it sarcastically, you know what I mean? Because yeah, He's putting of... two different situations oh. and combining it into one, which is wrong. No, no, no. no. Oh, like, he said it sarcastically. Yeah, oh. he's saying it because, like, the people are like, oh, look at LeBron, he lost in the finals. But they, but they always are like, it's like they would prefer him to lose before the finals. But now he's saying, okay, no, does that mean... Not. This year hurts Jimmy more because he lost in the finals instead of like Giannis. Because Giannis Sorry. lost in the second round. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I agree with that comparison 100%. In terms of the actual series, I mean, I think the Heat put up a fight, like more than a fight, more of a fight than anyone else expected. And. I just wanted a good series, and the Heat gave us a couple of good games, so I guess 
especially with the injury that they accumulated in in the in the first game. So I guess that's like that's the most you can ask for. I, I feel like I just overall, think, what do you guys think was the best game? It's gotta be game five. It's just yeah, LeBron James and Jimmy Butler going at it back and forth. Five, then three, then four. People are going to only remember the blowouts from games one and six, but like the series was more like games two through five, they were all close, and that was what the series was more like, you know. People are only gonna remember old. Hey, okay, but game two. Remember when the Lakers? Blew game out two the game? felt like it, it felt like the Lakers were up by way more than they actually were. Game two. But it was still. It was like yes, for it was. most of the second half. Yeah, I know it was a ten point game, but it did not felt nowhere near a ten point game. I guess. But I'm just saying, like in general, people need to realize this series was closer than it may look from. Just looking at it from out there. The box score. It's also annoying me that people are using the ratings and comparing it to the NFL. Like, bro, it was a blowout. No, duh, the ratings aren't going to be that good. Yeah. Yeah, Obviously, the ratings are not going to be that good. Plus, honestly, at this point with this season, people wanted it to be done. They, like, but they're all... They just want to go back to a regular season. They don't like the the way it took this long, you know. Like, yeah, I agree with those people. Obviously, I mean, it's like, not like they had a choice. Maybe it's just because we're used to the time where basketball is just over, you know, like towards the beginning of June. Like if right now we should be preparing for next week for the season to be beginning, technically. Yeah. Yeah. The preseason facts. will be coming to an end. And the opening day would be hyped up. Pain. It's too bad. Because they're probably not going to start next year until... Now we don't even know. Mid-January. They're saying... Do they have an expected start date or no? They're thinking January, but they honestly don't know. They're saying the draft... Before Before MLK Day, I think. They said the draft November 18th. And free agency right now, they're thinking December 1st. I hate it. They said the the very earliest, but it's most likely not happening is Christmas. But it would be a miracle if that happened. I'd love that. But yeah, that would be like you said, a miracle. That would be like extreme best case scenario. Like extreme, extreme best case scenario. Yeah. I think that's pushing it even. It's going to take more than that. Yeah. I'm just annoyed at the fact that they felt like they had to move the draft. Like, that's part of the problem too. And also, by the time you start, there's going to be a bunch of teams that haven't played in so long. They haven't played yeah, since last March. March. Ten months. Eighteen. Off. Oh, no, no, no. Some of the teams, they have, like, some, like, a bubble a bubble training but, camp type dude, thing. But those are not the same, you know? Like, the usual... Like... Even, even the teams that don't make the playoffs... Nothing. Even the teams that don't make the playoffs, usually they have mat, they have six months off. And then the teams that make the finals have four months off. Now you're going from, like, you have ten months off. It's like, bro. I'm just annoyed at the fact that they were like, oh, we have to move back. You know, the NHL had their draft, like, a week after the regular season finished. I'm saying they should have had it the first. They're just trying to draw it out, I think, in my opinion. The first week of November, that's when they should have done the draft. 
Yeah, they should have done it before. It's annoying. I mean, even if even if the finals went to Game Seven, they should have considered it and then just moved it a week or two after. Like, what are they honestly gonna get at this point that they wouldn't know that in the extra two weeks? A weak draft class. It's not like it was like last year with Zion and RJ and all these like pretty big names. Like the casual fan is really not gonna care about this draft. So I don't understand the point of them delaying it. It's not gonna get yeah, more people watching. I'm pretty sure they added those two weeks because I'm pretty sure I read that uh, they're starting to allow in-person meetings, which I think is wrong. But I mean, it's the NBA's decision. I mean, I'm sure they're going to test it and all. Um, yeah. In terms of next season, I trust Adam Silver. I think he'll be able to get a plan to where they can play in the home arenas and at least have a few fans, maybe a couple thousand. They could, honestly. And I got to say, though, in wrapping up this season... What was probably the biggest surprise and then the most, like, oh, we knew this was going to happen, I guess, type of thing? The biggest surprise to me was how they've maintained zero positive tests throughout this whole bubble. Okay, okay, okay. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about, uh, like, in terms of the season. I mean, we could talk about that for a little bit. Because like, dude, oh, yeah, in the yeah, beginning of all, in the like beginning that. of July, everyone was like, "No shot, they pull this off. There is no way they can pull this off." But they got it to work. Yeah, they did. I mean, they've said that about the NFL and the NBA too. They can, you can always get it. It's just like, oh, it'll be tougher if you do this or that, you know. But it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I'm talking about in terms of the basketball. In terms of the actual NBA? Yes. Uh, the um, basketball aspect of the NBA. I think the, the biggest surprise has got to be Jimmy and the Heat making it from the 5 seed. And the way they did it, too. Sweeping the the Heat and should have swept the, the Bucks, but they let it go to 5. And then being the, the Celtics and was it 6? Let's go part by part. So, the beginning of it, the end of the regular season, the biggest surprise was obviously Phoenix Suns going 8-0. and You know, I want to talk about that for a second. I hate that there's actually people out there who are like, like, I know they're joking, but there are actually people out there who are like, oh, the Suns should have gotten in just for the fact that they went 8-0 and in the bubble. Yeah. <laughs> and it's pissing me off because... Which, by the way, feels like ages ago... It- they were terrible Edmund. all year just because they had a quick, nice <laughs> winning streak. They were so bad to the point where even going the, undefeated, they the, couldn't get in. That should tell you something. The most the most Suns thing ever will be if they follow up the 8-0 bubble performance by not even like getting close to playoff contention. Watch that happen. I promise you that's going to happen. I have a I have a strong feeling it will like it'll be one of the worst teams just like just because they're the, the Suns. Is Devin Booker still on contract or will he become a free no, agent? No, he's still there for a while. He's in for the long haul. At least that's what yeah, unfortunately for him. Draft a couple guys and sign a couple guys to Everyone stay with him. Everyone thinks the next star to request a trade is Cat 
or Devin Booker, which is funny to me because apparently they're supposed to be really good friends. And then everyone would say they team up in Minnesota, so they both went to Kentucky. I don't think I don't think Cat will request the trade because they got Delo over there now. Yeah, that's what I You know what the you know what uh the the Timberwolves got to do? They got to pick up the phone and be like, "All right, we'll give you guys first overall pick and uh this dude for Devin Booker." Or just like try and work out a deal for Devin Booker. I mean, what are, like but unless Phoenix, unless Booker asks for a trade, the Suns aren't gonna do it. Yeah, Phoenix yeah, are true. gonna stay with Devin Booker. They need the young players to play with him, and I don't think Phoenix is in that stage where they need to like start all over again. Mm-hmm. They Ooh, don't yes. need to rebuild completely. Uh. What was I going to say? So, my surprise of the season. Hmm. I would say the Raptors. Because I like they were still probably expected to be a playoff team. But nobody thought yeah. they, would be, they would have the second best um, regular season record. And then, maybe in the playoffs, they ended more. Like, actually, I think most people had them out after the first round. Like, before the season. Then they ended up making the second round and almost even got to the third round. So, I mean, Nick Nurse is a great coach already. And I have a hot take. Do you think Boston did better this year without Kyrie? Yeah. Well, I mean, they mm-hmm. advanced one round farther. They, and they didn't have to deal with his uh, antics. The antics. So Kemba is a hundred percent better for them than Kyrie would have been, in my opinion. Yeah, like it's not even it's not even close. Or maybe it's a little bit close just because Kyrie is arguably more talented. Yeah, but but just Kemba, like though he's a team player, he'll like he he can work with the young guys and stuff like that. So that's why I think he's infinitely a better fit than Kyrie. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, all right. How about biggest disappointments of the season? Mm, gotta be the Bucks and the Clippers. It's gotta be. Yeah. Going into the season, everybody got Bucks or Clip, Bucks and Clippers, Bucks and Clippers, Bucks and Clippers, and then neither of them make it past the second round. Well, if we're talking about disappointments, I guess we could talk about the 76ers as well. Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Oh, God. Oh, the, they have a good go. signing of a new coach in Doc Rivers. Absolutely horrendous offseason. Just, oof. Arguably one of the worst in recent history in terms of what they did. <laughs> oh, man, come on, man. You choose, you choose Brett Brown over... Freaking Jimmy Butler, and then you, give, you don't you don't offer Jimmy Butler the max right away. You offer Tobias Harris the max, and then with the Just, same, yeah, and crazy. even then you have a decent amount of saved money. You could maybe make up for it, but no. Let me tell you what to sign on a team already without a lot of spacing around Embiid and Simmons. Let's sign Al Horford. That Al solve Horford. all our problems. His production. <laughs> Was a bench player. He's not even worth it. Should sign with another team. Uh, 
Enough foolish 76ers talk. They're idiots. Now they have a whole mess to dig through, bro. It's going to be hard to get back to them. It's gonna, it's gonna get hard. It's gonna be hard to get back to where they, where they want to be. But uh, I mean, back I to the Clippers I'll, and I'll, uh, I'll trust Doc to help them. But I mean, I don't trust the front office. That's the problem. I saw something. It said, it said, uh, with the amount of money they invested in in uh, Tobias Harris, it wasn't a bad signing to get Doc because when Doc was coaching, uh. When Doc was coaching Tobias in, in L.A., that's when Tobias was at his best. Listen, if, if so. they hired him just because they're like, oh, yeah, Tobias Harris was great with them, then they're stupid. But I'm sure that's not what they thought. No, but you got to put in reference how much they paid Tobias Harris. That's their max player. And Tobias Harris had a pretty good season, not going to lie. But then the playoffs happened. That's yeah. What people remember. <laughs> They did lose Ben Simmons for the playoffs, but you can't exclude that. Still. I mean, hey, they had Shake Mil- uh, Milton at the guard. You think they trade someone? Uh, I think they trade uh, Ben tr- Simmons. They definitely will try to trade, like, half the guys. But, like, Horford. Yeah. I don't think they'll get, give up on They're the gonna try a freaking pairing. Like, I don't think they should either. I think those two can still be pretty solid. I'm gonna have to do a whole 2K my league rebuild. Yeah, that's 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 what I really enjoy. But um, <clears throat> let's see. Final wrap up. Clippers on, and Maverick. Final wrap up on the finals itself. Great to see LeBron on another one. Hope he can get another couple. Yeah, we definitely saw the AD and LeBron combo, the and LeBron duo, and I think they got something cooking up in LA for another couple of years. I hope so. I just want to say LeBron definitely deserves Finals MVP, but I want to go back to twenty fifteen. Maybe not unanimously. I want to go back to twenty fifteen when, for some reason. When LeBron went off those uh playoff those uh finals, right? After Kyrie got hurt, oh. after Kevin Love got hurt. And they ended up losing in six to the Warriors. But like everyone was like, Oh, LeBron had an amazing performance and people were like probably that's probably the I'm not sure if this is true, but that's probably the closest a losing player got to like getting the finals MVP, right? No, no, because there was actually a losing player to get it one time. Way back in history. Oh, okay, then closest in but the modern, I will, modern times, I guess. I will live and die. I will live and die saying that he deserved the finals MVP that year. I, I want to say, like, listen, I know that it was a weird finals and all, but I don't understand how they voted that year. Because somehow... Uh, what's his face gets it? Andre Iguodala gets seven votes. Iguodala wins it for yeah, his Iguodala defense against LeBron James, who averaged a, tri- a thirty-point triple yeah, double during the series. That's what I'm trying to yeah, good out. defense, you bum. It's like what? At that point, I'm just like, what? How does that make any sense whatsoever? 
and and then I was like, if yeah. you if you don't want to yeah. give it to the losing player, fine, I get it. If you don't want to, to the fine, best player on the it. winning team, why didn't you give it to Steph? I know yeah. Steph wasn't. Yeah, exactly. Wasn't I made Iguodala so special. Let me let me compare it. Steph and Iguodala stats. Steph played five more minutes per game. But have you guys seen that um that one time Max Kellerman chooses uh, Andre Iguodala oh to the game winning oh. shot over Steph? <laughs> I want Andre Iguodala. <laughs> Steph Curry, twenty six points per game. Andre Iguodala, sixteen points per game. Rebounds five point two to five point eight in favor of Iguodala. Assists six point expected to considering six point three to four yeah, in forward. favor of Steph. Steals 1.8 in favor of Steph to 1.3. Blocks uh, barely relevant. How are you telling me that? Fine, you don't want like LeBron. Honestly, LeBron probably deserved it. LeBron 35, 13, and eight and nine plus 1.3 steals and half a block per game. Fine, you don't want to give it to the losing team. I get it. Why are you giving it to Andre Iguodala? Plus taking the Warriors. Plus he took him to six with the second best player. Being a mixture of Matthew Delvadova, Timothy Mozgov, and Tristan Thompson, and then like, like look at it this year. That's I'm not saying LeBron didn't deserve it. Obviously, he deserved it, but I think it should have been like so that year it was seven to four in favor of Iguodala. This year it should have been like nine to two, LeBron against Jimmy. Because okay, LeBron stats, uh, thirty, that was uh, Plus 1.2 steals. Jimmy, 26.2, 8.3, 9.8, 2.2 steals. And more more blocks per game than LeBron. 0.8 to 0.5. And I mean, like... I don't know. That's just how I felt about it. That's just one thing I wanted to add. Uh, Any last thoughts on the... Tears finals. That last game was atrocious. LeBron the GOAT. Of this era only. Moving on. Oops. Moving on. Uh oh. Oh yeah. So this is gonna be one episode and then our second episode of the day. So we'll be back. Wait, wait, yep. wait, wait.